Welcome to the Amen Always radio broadcast with Derek and Frida Stevens. Tune in to hear the prophetic word as it goes forth. I'm going to continue my teaching series on matters of the heart. So before I get started, before we go any further, before I get into this, let's go before God in prayer. Fathers, I come before you in the name of Jesus. I just thank you, Lord God, for this is a day that you have made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it, Father. I thank you, Lord God, that you're going to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask or think in this teaching series. I thank you, Lord God, as of right now, I decrease so that you can increase in my life, Father God. We continue to give me the wisdom, Father God, and the knowledge through this whole teaching series, teaching series Father God, because I want to touch lives, Father God. I thank you, Lord God. People are going to be healed. They're going to be saved and delivered and set free by this teaching this series father god and i give you i thank you lord god for the matters of the heart father god because this has been a tremendous blessing to me and i give you the praise for it in jesus name so let's go to luke chapter 6 verse number 45 and it reads like this a good man out of good treasures of his heart bring forth good an evil man out of evil treasures bring of his heart bring forth evil for out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks so you see there that is our main focus for this whole teacher series you know uh, you can take this and you can type it up and put it on your refrigerator put it on your bathroom window or put it in your car you know this is something that you want to remember you know you want to and put it in your mind you you know you really want to get this you really want to get this whole thing and we're going to start with love love is tender passionate affection for another person and i have a second definition and that second definition is a feeling of warm personal attachment or deep affection as for a parent child or friend so when you tell someone that you love them they want you they they want to see that you love them in other words you have to show that person that you love them especially in a marriage so if you tell you if you tell your spouse hey i love you but then they like you know listen you have to show me that you love me not just not just by words i you need to show me show me something you know do something take me out you know show me that you love me and let's go to romans chapter 5 verse number 8 but god commanded his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners christ died for us yes christ died for us and also this is a well known in the bible well-known scripture because i think a lot of teenagers when i was growing up when i was uh, coming up in church learned this and we all know this it's john chapter 3 verse number 16 john three sixteen says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life so god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son his son died on the cross for our sins so even though adam did uh when god told adam do not eat of this tree 
of, you know, God told him, don't eat of this tree. But still, God still loved him. God still loved Adam, even though he ate of the tree of good and evil. You know, or you, you know, that God still loved Adam. He still loved Eve, no matter what. So that's that's the point that we have to get to. You know, you're going to have some kids. Your, your kids going to do some things that you're not going to approve of, but you're going to still love them. You know, you're going to have some co-workers, which I've had, that's going to do some things to you that you're not going to approve of. They're going to lie on you and they're going to they're going to do everything they can to, to, to get you upset. But you love them anyway. Love them anyway. You know, love them anyway. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, you know, and let's go to first John chapter four, verse number seven. And it reads like this. Beloved, let us love one another for God is love and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Verse eight. He who does not love does not know God for God is love love so you know god is god is our first love doesn't matter it doesn't matter you know god is our first love that should be your first love you need to establish that relationship because god is my first love because i want to do everything that god has called me to do because i don't want to lack anything you know and love is this let me give you let me uh give you this here Love is a decision and a requirement of discipleship. Before the foundation of the world, God loved. God concluded that all God concluded that love will last forever. A gift accessible to all. Love is unusual. God greater than our talents, possessing the capable to forgive, influence, culture, to be di discipled and committed. Love is not love is not feeling or a hashtag. Instead, love is power. So love is power. You know, it is a decision or a requirement. You know, God before the foundation of the world, God loves. You know, so, you know, he gave his only begotten son. That's how much God loved this world. And that's what he did, you know. And the next one is peace. Peace. Peace is a condition of a nation, group of nations uh, or the world. And another definition is to maintain order, cause to refine from creating a disturbance so you seen on the news where parents are fighting or i think it was one time on the news where some kids some teenagers or something was fighting in the mall you know so you know they had to maintain peace they had to get everybody calm down to maintain peace because somebody can get seriously hurt so that's what peace means you want to have peace in your home you need peace in your life you want to come home to a nice peaceful house after you don't come after you had to deal you know you can't you went to work and it was kind of crazy kind of chaotic and you just want to you when it's time to go home you just ready to go home and go home to a very peaceful 
house. That means if you have to play worship music to bring to have peace in your house, that's what you do. You know, if you have to pay, play worship music in your car on the way home. So by the time you get home, that atmosphere, that atmosphere is already set. That peace is already set. You know, Jeremiah turn to Jeremiah six, verse number 14. They, they that also heal the hurt of my people slightly saying peace, peace where there is no peace. You know, you got to have that peace. That's very important, very important because you want to have a very peaceful house. Let's go to Second Corinthians chapter 13, verse number 11. And it reads like this. Finally, brethren, farewell. Be complete, become complete, be of good comfort, be, be of one mind, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. So you want to make sure that you want, you want to make sure that you live in peace. You know, we, that's one thing. I, I, I love peace because I go to, when I go to my office, it's nice and peaceful. It's not chaotic. You know, everything is just so nice. It has a nice, peaceful atmosphere. And that's the kind of atmosphere that I always want to have in that office because it doesn't matter who comes through that office. I want them to say, you know, this is a very nice, peaceful office that you have. And that's something that I always want to uh, maintain. And let's go to Proverbs chapter 17, verse number 22. A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. Yes, a broken spirit dries the bones. This is in the Bible. So, and also turn over to Romans chapter 5, verse number 8. And it says this, But God commanded his love towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Yes, he died for us. Oh, my goodness. Yes, he did. Yes, God died. You know, you know, um, I mean, I'm sorry. Christ died, not God, but Christ died for us. Christ died for us. You know, and it's uh, let's go on to joy. 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 Joy means the emotional emotion of a great delight or happiness. That's what joy means. Just what joy means. And I have. Let's turn over to 2 Corinthians chapter number 2, verse number 3. And it reads like this. And I wrote this very thing to you. Least when I come, I should have sorrow over those from whom I ought to have joy having confidence in you all that my joy is the joy of you all so you want to make sure your joy and once you have joy there is peace 
and uh, you just got to have some joy you got to have some peace in your life you want to have a stress-free life you don't want to be stressed out over anything because sometimes when you when you're stressed out over things you know sometimes you know you may have some joy you may have some peace but until the issue is resolved you're like okay now i have some peace now i have some joy because it's all over move on to the next thing you know and i want to read this to you all of us desire to be in a relationship in this it is the way we were created people need people yes we need people some more than others so you don't want to burn bridges with people you don't want to burn bridges with family members co-workers uh, church members because at some point you're going to need people you're going to need help so you don't want them to get the impression well he did this or she did that i'm not gonna help them don't call me no more so you want to make sure you remember you 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 want to make sure that you you uh remember you know have a good relationship with people because you're going to need them you know as as believers in jesus christ we are in a relationship with the lord however the ultimate goal is not only to be in a relationship with the Lord, but to experience fellowship with him as well. We're going to focus on the writings of the epistle of John to explore the difference between relationship and fellowship. In, in doing so, we in doing so will learn to live with maximum joy. So you want to make sure that you maintain a good relationship with people because you're going to need them at some point even at work you're going to need some help doing something you may be you know your supervisor may give you a certain project to do and you know that the, that two or three people um has experience doing certain things and you're going to need to go to them for some help you know to get, go to them for some information so people yes we need people because people you know some you need some people need more you know more than others you know that's how it is you know so we also want to make sure that we always maintain a good relationship with people because it's very important because you're going to need somebody you know god is going to send you god is going to send somebody in your life for a certain period of time and once that time is up you know it's, it's okay all right it's time to move on i'm going to send somebody else because that person there helped you with this so now i'm going to send this person in your life to help you with this you know so in other words in other words so god will send somebody in your life to help you with your finances so once you got all your finances in order then god said okay good you get that's taken care of so now i'm going to send this person in your life because this person here is going to stand by you they're going to pray with you they're going to be, always be there you know to to help you with anything that you need so th that's what god does god will bring somebody in your life for a season and then once that season is up, it's time to move on to something else. Let's go to long. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's go to long suffering. Long suffering. Long suffering means having or showing patience in spite of troubles. 
especially those caused by other people. So you're going to have people that's going to uh, continue to cause trouble. So that's when the long suffering kicks in. You know, you're going to well, I'm going to have some. That's when the long suffering kicks in. So it's not a good thing. It's not a good feeling. You know, people, they're just going to do you wrong. They're going to sometimes they're going to um, have a misunderstanding. So instead of them coming to you, they're going to go to somebody else. So by the time it gets back to you, the story has completely changed because we all know there are two sides to each story and only one of the stories are the truth. So that's what long suffering means. And let's go to first Corinthians chapter 13, verse number four. And it reads like this long suffers long and kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It's not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own. It's not provoked, thinks on evil. Mm -hmm. So that's part of long suffering and long suffering is love. Long suffering is love. So, you know, it's, it's not it's not envying It's not puffed up It's not rudely. So you're going to have some people that's going to be very, very rude to you no matter what. And that's 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 life. That's life. That's just life. You know, that's just life. And we still are dealing with some people that are very racist. And um, even though they're racist, you know, even though I, I worked with a couple people that was racist, but, you know, I couldn't. Um, treat them any different i treated them the same i still love them that's when that long suffering kicked in because we are still dealing with that today and i just thank god that i wasn't raised like that you know i'm glad my parents raised me to love to love everybody you know and that's what god wants us to do he wants us to love everybody no matter what you know and let's go on to kindness 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 is a behavior and it's also determined as i will never forget your kindness so kindness is is good because you generally have some people that are very kind so kind can be you know in my opinion kindness can be determined as uh, this person is very kind you know they'll help me with anything that's in their heart no that's what god placed in their heart to be kind so kindness is very good and let's go to psalms chapter 119 verse number 667 and it reads like this let i pray your merciful kindness be for my comfort according to your word to your servant so that is one thing that we would love to you know we want to make sure that we're kind to people because the bible say what you sow you're going to reap so you don't want to reap anything bad i want to reap good that's why it's always good to sow you know that's always that, that's why it's always good to be kind to people and respect them you know, I know respect is not given. You have to earn it. We all know that. But you don't want to reap anything. You want to continue to be kind as 
as you want to be, you know, and let me read, let me, let me uh, read this to you about kindness. Kindness is a part of God's nature and as people made in his image is a part of ours too. But sometimes we just don't feel like being kind. You and your children will remain, will be reminded of God's kindness toward us and explore practical ways to reflect his kindness in our everyday relationships. Every day includes a prayer prompt, brief scripture reading and explanation, hands on activity and discussion questions. So that's part. That's what kindness is. You know, and also let's turn over to first, second uh, Samuel chapter two, verse number six. And now may the Lord show kindness and truth to you. I also will repay you with this kindness because you have done this thing. You know, so that's what kindness is. And I thank God that, you know, you know, we have some kind people, some very generous. So, yes, that's what it is. That's what I wanted to say. Kindness to me is someone who's being generous. So are they being generous out of their own hearts? So they're they're giving you things, you know, they're helping you with the, some things. They're giving you some information. You know, if you're trying to find out how to do something, at least, you know, a person that you can contact and they will give you information so they can help you so that's that's part of kindness in in my opinion because it's very you know some people are very generous and know they're they're kind you know and they're willing to help you they're willing to help you so with kindness mean they're generous they're full of joy um they don't have no bitterness in their heart you know uh, they, they don't have any envy you know, if you do have bitterness or envy, you know, you, you need to uh, go before God and ask God how to deal with this. Or if you know someone who has bitterness in their heart, you know, they're full of hate, you know, they're always angry, you know, and that's something, you know, you need to go to God in prayer and ask God. So listen, you know, you need to go to go before God in prayer and ask God how he wants you to handle the situation because you don't want the situation to get any worse than it already is. You want it to get better, you know, and some, and there's a saying, you know, it, things are going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've seen things, you know, get better, better and better for me and my wife. You know, there are some times where, you know, things kind of, you know, hit a little bump in the road. But uh, for us, as we continue to go forward, it's just going to get better because we already know what God has in store for us. And this is, you know, Matters of the Heart is, is uh, a very good teaching series. And I'm learning a lot about Matters of Heart. And if I said in part one, I believe that the heart, you know, the heart is like a pump. So the, the heart is like a pump. So the heart pumps the blood through your body, you know, so we want to be reminded of that because that's what it is. It's a pump. It's like a pump. It it circulates the blood through our system.
you know, and I know a lot of people are dealing with some things regardless to matters of the heart. They've been hurt by a church member. They've been hurt by a family member. They've been hurt by a boyfriend or a girlfriend or they were engaged and something happened and the wedding was called off. So that person is hurt. So when someone has been hurt, it is hard for them to open up to somebody else, you know, because they want to establish a relationship with you first to get to know you. And there's a trust factor or a trust issue, because at that particular point, they can't they don't want to trust anybody at that point because they've been hurt so bad. So I know sometimes um, I don't know what it is. Sometimes people do things in the church that causes hurt. And, you know, church hurts are, are very common in the body of Christ, which is it should not be. But it is. And if you've been hurt by this person, you don't need to go to a pastor on staff. You don't know, go to the pastor, the senior pastor of the church. You need to go to that person and resolve that issue quickly because you won't have any peace. You won't have joy because every time you see this person, you know, you turn in the opposite direction. You don't want to talk to this person at all. But in the meantime, that person is going home sleeping at night and you you barely can get sleep at night because you've been hurt so bad because now your peace has been disturbed. Your joy has been disturbed. So now you need to go and resolve that issue as soon as possible. You know, because part of part of matters of the heart is, you know, you do have to forgive. You do have to forgive. You know, it may be hard, but the forgiveness is really not for them. It's really for you. So you can have a peace of mind in your heart for this person. So that's why, you know, forgiveness, you know, matters of the heart. You know, we have. We have I have lots of more, more good information for you regardless matters of the heart teaching series. And we're going to I'm going to close in prayer. Father, as I come before you in the name of Jesus, I just thank you, Lord God. I just thank you, Father God. The healing is taking place right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. I thank you, Father God. Touch the ones that's been hurt by family members, co-workers church members father god touch them father god and let them know that you still love them and then let them know father god that they need to go and talk to this person that they need to been hurt by father god so that they can go ahead and resolve this as soon as possible father god i thank you father god that forgiveness will take place that they will ask for forgiveness father god god i thank you father god in the mighty name of jesus father god for everything that you're doing father god i thank you lord of god that they heal from the crown of their heads to the very soles of their feet father god and i do give you praise and i do give you honor and glory in jesus name amen Thank you for tuning in to Amen Always Radio Broadcast with Derek and Frida Stevens. We pray that the Word of God has been a blessing to your life. To sign up for School of the Prophets, visit us at amenalways.org, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or to download any of our broadcasts, find us on SoundCloud. Amen Always on SoundCloud. Blessings.